Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your favorite blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. Apparently, I'm rude. Is that so? Allegedly, perhaps. Maybe. Why? I don't think you're rude, so why? So we were, you and I were at Starbucks to have a discussion. Yes. And I remember this now. We had our discussion. We were mostly done with our discussion. And he was just a, like a. This woman who had been sitting nearby has no clue what the discussion is about or why we're having the discussion. Right. Whose role is what in this? Because there wasn't a lot of context. Exactly. What we're talking about. And so that's okay. And she gets up, she throws her trash out, and she walks by me and leans in and she says, You're rude. And then the part that you couldn't see because your back was like to the door and she walked behind you. She, like, kept, like, turning around and glaring. And then she got all the way to the door. Well, she was waiting for a reaction, obviously. Right. And you were looking at my face, and it was like a face of pure shock. Yeah, I was, like, trying to see if you were going to say anything so that I didn't have to say anything. Do you know? I mean, coming from a woman, what comes next would have been better coming from a woman. It's true. It's true. And I'm sorry. You didn't have my back. I'm sorry. I was speechless. We're going to discuss that after this. I was speechless. So she gets to the door and she opens the door and I said, yeah, maybe I am, but you're a bitch. And then there was this like little tiny short curly haired woman standing there and she just like, she busted up. Like she laughed. So I don't well, think that. We saw. The lady's glaring at us at the very least. Yeah, I don't think the your rude comment was as quiet as you think it was. Maybe not. <laughs> I think the blood in your ears probably boiled so quickly that it seemed quieter to you than it no, was. It didn't actually even make me mad at the time. Maybe mad later. At the time, I was just like, you want to think I'm rude? You can think I'm rude. But right away, my instant reaction was, who was listening into whose conversation and then felt the need to interject themselves right I mean, that would be considered extremely rude to me not just rude but extremely i listen into rude. people's conversations all the time well, sometimes you can't help it over right there. and sometimes people are talking about something that's kind of interesting and you're like oh my god i gotta know how it ends anyway but like the only time i would ever interject is when they're being super loud and they're having like a technical issue that i can super quickly help them with but if you don't know the That's context it. of what they're talking about, right. and it's clearly a personal issue, right? why would you assume 
anybody's role in that conversation. Right. So maybe she's not just rude. Maybe she's sexist as well because, you know, I'm the man, so I must be at one of fault. Well, she's a saggy butt old hag, so there's that. It was, it was, it was alarming. I was speechless for like the whole time it took her to walk to the door and we weren't super close to the door. So it took her like, I don't know, 45 seconds. And then I was, you said what you said. And then I continued to be speechless as I walked her, like watched her like walk out, go across the the drive through, go onto the sidewalk, go across the street. I watched all of that before I could like audibly say something. Wait, wait, was this so... loser was on foot? Yeah. She crossed the main street. Do you see why I didn't get mad until later though? Like, who cares what she thinks? It's none of her damn business. And like I said, instantly when the words were out of her mouth, I was like, and who's the one that's been obviously eavesdropping? And then decided to make a comment of something she knows not the context. Who is this that did that? Right. Wasn't me. Right. I'm involved in one conversation with the person I came here with. Right. And like, I, I don't understand who does that. If you think that one person was being rude to the other, then that's something you go home and you talk to like whoever you talk to regularly about. You don't have a word with them. Like we do, like we do all the time where we'll go out to like Walmart and you'll see what you see and I'll see what I see, but we're smart enough not to say anything while we're there. Like, Sometimes oh my God, we make dude. the eye contact, but it's like, but we don't go, oh my God, I just see the guy with the green shirt over there. Oh, what a doofus. You know, right. that otherwise someone could overhear because that's the problem in the grocery store. Think about it. I could be down one end of the aisle. You could be down the other end of the aisle and some people could pass me and not like me. And then come down near you and say, make a comment about me. And you you're standing shit like that happen. Right, and you're standing right there. Yeah. So why open your mouth? You don't open your mouth until you're in private. And so many times we get in the car and you'll be like, oh, my God, did you see that one guy with the purple shirt on and the green shorts? Did you see that guy? Oh, my gosh. And you'll tell me what happened. And half the time I didn't even see it. Other half the time I saw it as well and was waiting to tell you. So it's always kind of humorous, that one, because we both saw the same thing. Who the literal fuck does that? I I didn't understand that. And especially, you know, I'm pretty brutally honest about who I am. I really am. I'm pretty brutally honest about it. And really, like, the only time I ever get offended by what people say is when they start saying, oh, you're a bully. You're a bully. Well, why are you? Why am I a bully? Because only... Why am I a bully? Because only your opinion is correct. Well, of course I think my opinion's the correct one. I wouldn't be freaking arguing. Right? And then what the hell is that about? I just can't. You get you get a little offended when people like attack you morally as well. well yeah, but because you of know course. Because you know of course you shut up. You don't even know me. Right. Right. So like Like when they start to tell me that, you know, what I am or am not in favor of in society. Right. You don't know me. Or they tell you that you attack small businesses. Yeah, oh, like, that's that's wonderful. Right, right. That's yeah. that that's ridiculous. Kind of the opposite of what actually happens. Right. People sure, and if they happen to be a small business owner, well, that's their fault. But like, come on now. Come on. You know, now's the perfect time to tell you that we are sponsored by Squadcast. 
So you just go to EliteSquadcast.com and we'll get a tiny little commission and you'll get the greatest service for remote interviews that exists. It's how we do all of our guest shows. It's fabulous. Sound quality is amazing. The ease of use is amazing. The software itself is just amazing. So that's who. So again, elitesquadcast.com. Head on over do it. there. No, you won't have any regrets. So here, here's the thing, though. You mentioned that you were speechless for 45 seconds. At least. Walked out. But see, at the time, I did not know this. So I'm waiting for you to have my back and say what you're going to say. And you're not saying anything. And you're not saying anything. And you're not saying anything. And I'm like, she's going to leave. And we're not going to say anything back. No, that's not happening. So then that's why I looked at you one more time. And your mouth was not a moving. Your head looked like you were completely turned off like a dim light bulb. Just click off. Right. And I'm like, she's not going to say squat. So that's when I said what I said. I probably would have yelled, what the fuck did you just say to him? And I probably would have stood up and tried to be menacing, even though I'm a complete pushover. And uh, she, because she was not very tall and she was kind of like slim build, probably would have ran across the street and gotten hit by a bus. Like, that's what I envision happening in my head. And then that's some- pretty drastic, that, that description in your head. Yeah, yeah. Well, it escalates quickly in there. Clearly. Well, you know, it, it's, it's, um, that whole situation was really strange and weird, but it made me mad afterwards because of how hypocritical it all was. Oh, I know. But you I know, know, but you know, talking about hypocritical, we were discussing how, one of the reasons why I have a hard time anymore having a discussion about this homeless shelter in Buena Park yeah. is because people keep repeating the same tired old argument that, oh, by the way, just happens to be going on right now without there being a shelter there. So how is it that the shelter is going to cause it? Right. So the people the people of Buena Park are kind so of they, a broken record. So they kind of, yeah, they're kind of a broken record and they kind of keep repeating the same argument that you can easily defeat just by saying, well, hold on a second. Aren't there homeless near that school? Well, yeah. Right now, today, right? Yeah. So then why are you saying that one of the problems with allowing the shelter is that there's going to be homeless near the school? That doesn't make much sense. Do you... Okay. So, one of the arguments that I had respect for, but didn't necessarily see it as a, as huge an issue, was the whole, it's going to have a negative impact on property values. I mean, for me, I would rather live where there's a homeless shelter that's run with no drop-offs and it has to be referral only. Than a homeless problem. Than a homeless problem. By right. far would I rather live there. Because my opinion is that neighborhood over there, once they put that shelter in, isn't going to have a single homeless person camping out on the street. Well, and if they do, the police will remove them so quickly your head will spin. Well, think, well, exactly. And the security from the shelter will probably be assisting in that because they exactly. said they have... Because they're going to keep it perfect because <laughs> they want to stay there. Right. And, and okay, so... <coughs> so you got... Editing these things is interesting after we've been sick because there's a lot of those coughs in there from both of us. But anyway... They're going to do their best to keep it in line, and it's going to be super clean and super nice. But but now, 
property values having a negative impact. I've seen two major studies that say that's not true. Do you want to know what's unfortunate, though? Property values in Orange County are currently dropping anyway. Well, sure, but that would be okay because you could show the trend is across the entire... I know, but those lunatics are going to be like, my house is worth less because of that homeless shelter. Well, but they're going to say that anyway because that's their argument right now. But what's funny is there's this guy comes in and he gives this long lecture about how long he's been an appraiser. And he says that he definitely would mark down a property for being near a homeless shelter, just like he does for being near a school. Okay. So I said, all right, you know, that's your opinion. Other people have given a different opinion of that same thing. The studies, which are based off of real-world data, in other words, what happened. We've studied them in, in action for however many months or years or whatever. And then we came to a conclusion based off of that study. Right. Well, he says, I said, so what about the homeless being on the streets? What kind of impact do they have on housing value? Well, same exact negative impact. Right. Hold on. on. Same exact as having a homeless shelter. Well, yeah, it's still a homeless problem. Aha. So you're telling me that you're going to argue against the shelter because it will have a negative impact on home values while telling me that the homeless in the street are having a negative impact on home values. So clearly the only solution is to ship them out to the desert like those really, really awful people and want. Exactly. And then some people chime in and say, well, who are you to say what percentage is um, good enough? I'm like, I never picked a percentage. I merely said... That if your housing value is affected in a negative way both times, then you can't use the shelter as the reason for the problem. Dumb people make my head hurt like a lot. Well, they start getting into what he's basically saying is that by saying some level of um, negative impact is acceptable, that I'm picking a percentage that I'm docking my boat at and tying it off. And deciding it's okay if it drops 15%. So you're saying a house that's right there, very close to a school, very close to a potential homeless shelter, very close to multiple busy streets, is going to get a shitty property value anyway. No matter what they do. Whether or not the homeless people are free-roaming druggies, or they're nice under-the-bridge dwellers, or, or if there was no homeless shelter at all and all the homeless people were taken away, they'd still have negatively impacted housing values because there's a school of stones throw away. And I would think that being on that street particularly, so, it so kinda, close to it. Would so be it kind of comes to back like this. Checkmate. Right. Game over. Right. Your argument fails. And that's why it's very impossible to have a discussion online about that issue because... There's nobody online who I just thought of something interesting. Who has much to say about it other than those stupid arguments. But you know who I bet would be is probably going on and 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 on, but we don't hear it because we're blocked. Of course. 
Or do you think she's going on and on? Do you think she's going on and on on Nextdoor, or do you think she's going on and on on Facebook? Both. Because I can find out one. Both. 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 But I guarantee you, she's opposed to the shelter idea. Well, she stood up at that freaking thing and was like, you're all being duped. That was another thing that made me freaking speechless. Are you that stupid? What? I was making snide, underhanded comments to you through that entire thing about people and what the dumb things they were saying. And then she gets up and she says the entire audience is being duped. Did you hear any snide comments? No, because I just can't fathom that level of maroon. It's a shade I don't understand. Um, did I derail you? Sorry, that was kind of ranty. No, that's your job to be ranty. We um have a visitor coming tomorrow. What's coming back? My Australian daughter. Dun dun dun! First time back since she went over there. First time back since getting engaged. First time back. And we have triple the dog we had before well not quite we have we had two before now we have three she's gonna be like she's gonna be like bombarded by teeth and jumping yogi jumping beans jumping beans stubby doesn't really jump no but if you kneel down really hard if you kneel down he'll crawl into your lap yeah it's a good boy i like stubby a lot yeah Beans, while he's adorable, I think you're right. He wouldn't be a fit in our family ever. I think, I think we we like this. Well, and I think to go with this. P.S. We're gesturing at Yogi, who's like sprawled out, sleeping against my leg. Um, to go with this, we need something that's a little bit more chill. Yeah, it could be. Well, that's why Odie was kind of the perfect dog. And had he failed a second time. We would have kept him. Right. Because he really did fit our little family here. Right. He, every once in a while, reverted back to barking at the cats. But they were starting to work that out. Well, and the cats He was were, getting along with Yogi and playing with Yogi. The cats weren't afraid of him anymore, though. Yeah. They were just like this bitch again. Yeah, they just thought of him as annoying at that point. Right. But... He was just getting. He was a perfect kind of dog for Yogi because he was he was active but not like hyperactive. He really liked to sleep, twenty out of twenty four hours a day, pace around, eat and go for walks for another three and a bay. half hours of the day. Yeah, bay. and the other thirty minutes he was just like a wild wildebeest. Yeah, it's he half was hour a day. You're absolutely right about that. And Yogi's the exact same dog. But he doesn't pee on my wall. And Yogi, but Yogi also spreads it out. He's weird about it. Yeah. He gives you a little bit in the morning and a little bit at night. Right. Odie was usually at night. Yes. He just wanted to be loved in the morning. But the beans over here, he's, he's a demon. very, very sweet dog. He yodels. He has way too much energy. I know. I know. I mean. I love him to death. Don't get me wrong. I do. He's awesome. If I wasn't worried about so like much energy. if I wasn't worried about like Mitchell tripping over him and breaking like a leg, I'd be like, Mitchell, go take a mile long run. 
Take yeah. this with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mitchell's not adept enough at Mm-mm. controlling the leash. I could run with him. But then you'd have to go run a mile. Well, I need to. Not with your lungs the way they are after your sickness. Maybe that's what I need. Hair of the dog, man. Let's get in there and have some heavy breathing and <sighs> spit it all out. If you're going to go run with the dog, take my inhaler just in case. I'd rather you don't die. Then I inhale it and I end up having a heart attack because um, it has some stimulant in it that doesn't sit well with my blood pressure. That's it says... May cause high blood pressure. Doesn't say it will interact with blood pressure medication, though. I looked it up when you were sick, just in case. See? It's scary, bro. It's scary. So, I have to say, I so the one day we were sick, the day after I had the really awful fever, uh-huh. I, like, I took my pulse because it felt like my heart was racing, and it, it, it indeed was, so there's that. And then I, like, toddled out here, and I, like, took my blood pressure. I don't even... It's, um, and it was like uh, borderline alarming. <laughs> Not the day you went to the hospital alarming, no, but like kill you, right? And that's why I went and like got the ice pack to put on my face, and I was like, mm, "This is this is gonna this is this is this is quite enough." I'm going to kill you after this. Why? If she doesn't appear again on the show. It's because I murdered her. Why am I being murdered? You didn't tell me that your blood pressure was alarming. You were sleeping. I don't care. I woke up at some point. Probably. And you've never said a word about it. It was alarming. What was the numbers? It was like 159 over something, 90 something on the bottom. 90 is not as bad as where I woke up. No, yours was like 188 over like, yeah, that was not good. That was really bad. So like. Well, think of this. If I hadn't said take me to the hospital, I might have died right here. You might have. I mean, at one time, when I was in Lethbridge, before I'd even met you, my blood pressure was so high that I was, like, I was on my way to go to the walk-in clinic anyway, and I was on the bus, and, like, I kept fainting on the bus. And this, like, little old lady was, like, like harassing me to keep me, like, awake. She's like, are you going to the walk-in clinic? And she, like, helped me walk to the walk-in clinic. Yeah. Like, a little old lady helped me to the walk-in clinic. You know, it's, supposed to be, it's usually, like, a person helping the little old lady to the walk-in clinic. My blood pressure was, like, was, like, 182 over something scary. Like, it was awful. It's been ongoing for, like, the last 30 minutes. What in the hell? We never sit out here without the TV on. You know, like rarely do we sit out here without the TV on. I think they have music playing. Um, they do. It's ACDC. I can hear it. It's back in black. Which means it's the younger ones. Which means the parents are probably out and they're having a party. Let's hope we don't end up with any holes in the wall this time. We have teenagers living next to us, so. You know what? But that's the loudest I've ever heard anything out of that apartment. Ever. That music. Including when the weird people lived there. I feel when... The only time we heard louder than that was when the, when he punched the hole in the wall. Yeah. Um, I feel legit bad for the people below them, though. Because I know how well we can hear the people below us if they're doing anything remotely loud. So I can only assume that they hear us as well as we hear them. Yeah. Except maybe with more things. My neighbor. Steps. 
row down there. But I feel bad for whoever lives below them. But I don't know who it is. So that was weird. That's the first I've ever heard anything from that apartment. It's also possible. Okay. What I learned when you used to go work at the court was that if they have their window or open or their patio open, it's just like the apartment across the hall when they had their front door open. It echoes in our apartment. Huh. So they could have the window open. That's interesting. Not that it's echoing in here. It's just audible. You've had a lot to say tonight. Wouldn't it be alarming if that music was coming from the problem apartment above our friend? Yeah, you wouldn't hear it that clearly. Though. I don't think so either, but it would be alarming. Anyway. We've had a lot to say tonight. We have. Is that a good thing? Question? <laughs> let, the, let the audience answer that. Info at yogispodcastnetwork.com Has Victoria talking up a blue streak tonight been a good thing or a bad thing? Well, I have info to tell at you. yogispodcastnetwork.com as she talks over me. I have to tell you, I definitely think you should send us an email. You won't hurt my feelings, but I may roast you on 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 the podcast if you uh Speaking of roasting. Speaking of roasting. Yeah. First, we got Jackson Horn. Oh. Coming on next week. I wonder what interesting... And, 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 same day that we record that, we've got my friend. His show's called Your Favorite Blockhead. It's the only show on the internet, like I say in my little spot in the beginning, my shout-out. It's the only show on the internet that manages to mix MMA and peanuts at the same time. That's horrifying. And his name is Brian Little, and he's a super nice dude. And we may be making an announcement about your favorite blockhead on that episode. So you're going to want to listen to that one. Yes. Upcoming. Coming Upcoming. soon. Yep. To be recorded a week from today. Yes. Pay attention. Pay attention. So, exciting crap. Exciting well, I don't think it's crap. It's so amazing. We uh, have a weird, strange roster dog named Beans who suddenly has chosen to be afraid of the hallway because an elevator, not an elevator, an air conditioner is running. And I find it weird that the temperature is what it is and someone's running the air conditioning. I almost wonder if they like went on vacation and accidentally left it on. Or are they running a meth lab over there? That was funny. <laughs> he asks if they're running a meth lab, and all you hear is like from behind the couch. <laughs> I guess her answer is yes. They're running a meth lab. Or imagine if like that apartment is vacant. I don't think it is. I mean, like left the air on. You know this one here, pretty girl. Uh-huh. I bet you, when she was living outside, she could tell you some stories about neighbors. I think she would probably have to start speaking English. English. I mean, all the time. Oh my God. It's like Yogi. Yogi has telepathic skills too because he talks to me when he's in bed with Alyssa. He talks to me telepathically through the wall. Yogi does. I'm not kidding you. You think I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm dead serious. You freaking tell me this 
every night. Well, good. Then I'm being consistent. It's true. Look, that's a good thing. Hi, Yogi. So anyway, but there's one thing you haven't said yet. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.